0: can we drive adoption and use of solar technologies in agriculture on the continent this and more in this episode from over thousand one hundred cities and 128 countries care africa brings you the good morning africa podcast good morning africa and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in africa i am with Adong. dong for more followers on twitter at the care financial and you can find me at with Today's episode is centered around agri solar. How can stakeholders increase access to affordable financing to drive adoption and use of solar technologies towards increased smallholder farmer productivity in key agriculture value chains? Atam Okembo, team lead at Future Lab Studios, joins us for this episode. Why is this the right time to have the agri solar conversation on the continent?
1: You know, we are big believers in the power of the smallholder farmer. We're big believers in the power of Africa's position as the world's food basket. Uh, And we're equally concerned about the growing change uh, we're seeing from a climate perspective, uh, what that could mean in terms of disorganizing our food security on the African continent at home here in Uganda, and what that could then represent in way of uh, a shock to the incomes, to the quality of livelihoods of our farmers and farming communities. So, The context of today's conversation is around, look, climate change is happening. Uh, Climate change will affect productivity of farmers. How do we prepare our farmers today to be able to navigate and mitigate for these changes that are inevitable? So from that perspective, uh, across the different mixes of energy that are possible, we've identified solar as a potentially catalytic interventional technology that we think if we're able to get down to as many farmers as possible should not only prepare them to navigate the growing changes that we're seeing from a climate perspective, but should also boost their productivity. And because we also complete the loop through our programming to connect them to market systems, market opportunities, if you have increased productivity, you have uh, better farming practices, it means we've also put you on a path to increased profitability. We've put your household on a path to growing household wealth. That's the spirit uh, through which we are coming to today's conversation.
0: How can stakeholders identify actionable solutions to unlocking increasing access and use of solar technologies in key agricultural value chains?
1: And the idea for us is to initially identify across three key value chains, dairy, horticulture and aquaculture. What are some of the interesting ways in which solar technologies could be applied to boost farmer productivity and hopefully uh, uh, profitability as well, more so around a broader context of also linking these farmers to the market? So what we're doing together is to try and explore those applications of solar technology is to then realize that uh, sometimes because of the upfront nature of the cost of investing in solar, it may seem a lot more. But in the long term, it's actually less uh, in terms of overall total cost of ownership. When you compare against diesel-powered fuel sources and others, what we're saying today is that how can we equip farmers to enjoy those benefits? Uh, We know that sometimes farmers' incomes are associated with or follow the path of uh, the planting and harvesting seasons. They follow when they get to market, so on and so forth. So how do we build responsive financing? or offer responsive financing solutions to farmers that take into account the farmers' context. In addition to explore uh, exploring these uh, types of technologies available from a solar perspective is then B. Put our heads together to understand A. What are the current financing options available right now? Are they appropriate? What are the barriers to accessing them? Are farmers even aware that they exist? Before we then tap into B, how do we then innovate around making them even more accessible to even more farmers across the country? What we've taken as a uh, a sort of a position is that one efficient distribution channel for us to get these interventions to the end farmer is to work through or partner with entrepreneurs. And so what we're then saying is that let's bring some entrepreneurs in the room to, first of all, educate them about the opportunity space that is presented or represented in agriculture. And having shown them that opportunity space around agriculture, around solar, is to then say, let's put heads together to build more viable customers. That's where we're putting our heads together to figure out alternative financing models, and to then figure out what role can technology play? Things like embedded fintech, things like embedded finance as a value proposition, so on and so forth. What role can technology play to enable these startups, these innovators to get these solutions to the end farmer?
0: And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The cryptocurrency market saw massive gains as Bitcoin rallied strongly past 34,000 US dollars to its highest level in over two years. Fueling this surge was a massive spike in such interest and Bitcoin. Purchases with queries like, should I buy Bitcoin now? jumping over 250% globally. The broader optimism pushed the Bitcoin fear and greed index to its loftiest points since the 2020s bull run. Meanwhile, major alternative coins like Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, and Ripple registered strong price increases, demonstrating a market wide rally. With the US Bitcoin EFT pending approval, the massive week reinforced crypto staying power amid rising speculation over future institutional investments i <laughs> And a quick trip around Africa. Zambia has reached a deal for relief on nearly $4 billion owed to private bondholders, raising hopes that a protracted debt restructuring by Africa's second largest copper producer is nearing its end. A committee of bondholders agreed to extend maturities and slash interest payments on terms matching recent breakthrough deals with China, Zambia's biggest lender, and other official creditors. President Haikande Hishlema's government has suffered a long delay in restructuring $13 billion in external debt, including $3 billion of foreign currency bonds since a 2020 default under his predecessor. The agreement with bondholders comes after Zambia's formalized deals to rework $6.3 billion of official debt earlier this month, allowing the country to proceed with a $1.3 billion MF bailout. Nigeria's external balance has returned to surplus territory in the second quarter due to declining imports and improvements in the larger invisible account items. The current account improved from a deficit of $0.4 billion in quarter one to a surplus of $2.9 billion in quarter two of 2023 thanks to declining services and non-oil imports, higher remittance receipts and rising investment inflows. Overall rebound hydrocarbon exports should keep the current account in the black this year while the weekend exchange rates promotes non-oil exports, and stifles import demand. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good morning, Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com. And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at The Dome.